Okay, today's learning should be the Nishmas Chaim Elizabeth Shem Shanari, Yeshua Sweet Schuster for Shalem, and Chaim Moshe Shia Ben Malka, for Moshe Ben Miriam, and for Yosef Ben Nachem Ben Chava. So we're holding Simon Lamed Days. We are up to Sif Vav. Just a, a short introduction, make it easier to understand the rest of the Sif. There is Sirtut, is those etched lines for any, I'm sure, if not, I can send a picture. I'm sure everybody has seen it. You look into a Sefer Torah, you look into Tvilm, you look into mezuzahs. There is sort of, uh, it's a lined piece of paper. They take a ruler and very carefully stress, um, etch a or score the parchment in order to create a line. Lahalacha Tvilm do not need a Sirtut. However, there is a rule that if you write more than three words of the Torah, then you're supposed to do it on a lined piece of paper, on a lined parchment. So there is a certain level of, of lines that we need on the tefillin, not because of the rule of tefillin, but because of the rule of writing more than three words of the Torah, you need to have a line. So that's the uh, that's the, the the basic rules over here. Now let's see, so how does that play out? Says the Mechaber and Sivav, you do not have to make, says the Mechaber, etched lines on the tefillin, only the top line. Now, when you write the tefillin, when you write tefillin, unlike when you're used to writing on a line piece of paper where you write the words above the line, the line that's made on the parchment, the cipher writes the words generally with the top of the word touching the bottom of the line. So the line goes across the top of the word. So says the Mechaber, it's enough to make one line across the top of the tefillin. If the cipher is not, doesn't have, uh, is not very good at making straight, writing straight lines. So if he only made the line on the top and then the first line actually he'll be able to write very straight because he follows along this sirta, this, this scored line. But if he doesn't know how, then you started kolashuras. Then, if you want, you can you can make all etching lines for all the rows that you're going to write. Says the mechaber also by Ferris. You should not use a pencil or anything that makes a mark, a colored mark, on the on the um, on, on the parchment. Because it will remain a colored line, and we're concerned that since remember you're writing the words with the top of the word touching, top of the letters touching that line, if you have a colored line over there, it almost appears as the two letters got connected. Says the Ramah, the yesh oimrim da dozahol tzorch l'sarte tamid l'maylo l'matum in atzadim. So the Ramah brings another sheet that it's not enough just to make the line on the top of the tefillin, but you have to make one line on top, one line on bottom, and two lines on the side to make a column that the, that the words fit in the column. Even if the cipher is able to make the, the uh, tefillin without having any additional lines, then it's still, the, the Ramah says that you should have a minimum of an up top line, bottom line, and a right and a left to make the column for the, um, for the, for the words. The Ramah says, however, we'll see our meaning actually is that we make lines, these, these we score the parchment to make lines for the entire writing of the tefillin. Let's see the Mishabura, Sivav, Aishchaf, Shita, Yaina, the top line, Mishum, the tefillin, and 
When it comes to mezuzah, we have that the whole mezuzah needs to be etched. All the lines that you write in the mezuzah, you need to make this, you need to score the parchment so it becomes like a full line piece of paper. However, we don't have this for tefillin, rack. So why do I need any lines? Mishunda Asa list of Gimel Tevis, you're not allowed to write three words, Mipasik from a Pasik police here. You're not allowed to write three words of a Pasik without lines. Al Kang, therefore, Kishmasartis, Sital Yaina, when I make the line across the top, die, it's enough. Kistam bin Ayodam, most people who are writing mezuzahs and Tfilin and Saifatira, Yoidim La'am and Yodim, they know how to um, adjust their hand, Lichtaf Kalashitas Yisharis, to make all the lines straight. Once you're able to write the top line straight, you follow along and you're able to make all the other lines straight. The comma, therefore, the Machaba says, ain't sarif, you don't have us. Oh, so why did Machaba say, ain't sarif, you don't have to? Because it's not a halacha that you can't, it's only a halacha that you don't need to. If you want to make the lines on all the rows, if you think that the film is going to come out nicer this way, then it's absolutely okay. He says that it lamites according to Machabit's kosher, according to Ramos, says we shouldn't do it that way. Says the um, we said um, you should not use a pencil. So the first reason the Mishnah Brewer brings down, why shouldn't I use something, uh, let's say a lead pencil, to make my line? Because it's not nice. You're going to have your uh, lines going through the whole tefillin. I'm sorry, I was, the fact was going on the word, wrong wrong point. Okay, let's go back. The beginning of Chafal. If you start the Mechaber said that if a person doesn't know how to make a straight line, you should make lines on all of them. Perish lechatchilah, mishum zekeli vanvei. If you're not, if you're writing a period film and you're not going to be able to make a straight period film without making all the lines, then lechatchilah you have to make it because zekeli vanvei. You want the film to be beautiful, as we said. If you didn't make the lines, and then your handwriting starts looking similar to what my handwriting would look like, that no line would be straight. It would sort of um, go up and down. Um, I'm sorry. The tool are not puzzle. But the avid is still kosher by Ferris. The next thing we said, do not make tefillin, do not make these lines using a pencil or anything else that will give color to the parchment. The chain bidya, you shouldn't use dya, you have a sikra or or um any sort of um sikra, I believe is like a, a, an acidic kind of thing. I forget what it is. You're not allowed to make any lines with a color. If you did, it's still kosher. Well, your rabbi Bachubas Drashmul Simon Shin Simon Bazin of Fakr, because he questions it. As we said, that if I made my line a black line and now my top of my letters are touching that line, then I'm connecting the two lines. So basically what he's saying is that if for whatever reason, the only parchment you have is a parchment that has these lines made with color, with a pencil. If I write the way you normally write that the top of the letter touches the line, then you're essentially connecting the two letters and that becomes a problem if the tefillin are at all kosher. 
Therefore, in such a situation, the only way you'd be able to do it is you don't write it on the line, you write it below the line, not in between the two lines, not touching the lines. Okay, let's move into the next, um, the next Sif, Sif Zion. And here we're gonna start talking about the clock. So just once again, a quick introduction. I sent you a little graph yesterday, okay? And the little graph shows what the skin is made of. So the skin that you take off the animal, which, which eventually become parchment, is made up of two parts. There's the upper layer of the skin, of the skin and there's the lower layer of the skin. The upper layer of the skin is called the cloth. The cloth has the hair of the animal growing out of it. That's called the cloth. That's what we write the tefillin on. The lower level of the skin is called duchsotais. That's what it's called. It's able to be peeled apart, separated. The entire thing together, so when you take it off the animal before you've separated, all combined, is called gevil. Okay, so you have hair, cloth, duchsotais, meat of the animal. Okay, you see that in the graph that I sent you. Here, cloth, duchsatois, meat of the animal. Combined, before I separated it, it's all called gevil. So now we can see the machaber, it's very easy to understand. You have to write it on the upper piece of the of the hide of the animal. And not on the second piece that if you would peel it apart, not the piece that's touching the meat, but the piece that's above that, that the hair is growing out of. Also do not write it on, even though you're gonna write it on the cloth, don't write it on, on when it's all combined and not separated. Rule number two. So now I had my piece of skin. I removed the hair from one side and then I separated. So I took apart, took the duchsatois off of it and I'm left now with just the cloth. So I don't write the tefillin on the outside of the animal. I write it on the underside, the piece that is touching the duchsatois that will now be touching the meat. So the muck and bus, if you write it on the lower side, the imshina, if you messed up any of this puzzle, the tefillin apostle. Mahi, now Mishnah will explain it to us. Mahi klafi, mahi duchsatois. Ha'ar b'shasi budoi, when you take the skin, the hide of the animal while you're working it out, chilkin oisil you split it in two. The outer piece of the hide that's to the hair side of the animal, nikra cloth, that is the cloth. The inner piece that's connected to the meat of the animal, nikra duchsatais. According to this, I'm reading cloth, when we say right on the cloth, what does that mean? To the part of the cloth that's closer to the meat of the animal. The place where the upper level is attached to the lower, to the duchsatois, that's where you write it, you write it over here. So the Mechaber just makes a note of how we actually work it out. We don't actually separate it. What they do is they take the bottom side of the cloth and they just grind it off. He says it's still the clock for Kaisama they, they rub off the upper piece, so on the top, the outer side, now we're jumping to the outer side of the animal. They scrape that off, the hardness, that's the outside of the animal gets scraped off, and the hair. You still have to shave it off. From the side of the meat, 
Goyerim Harbor, there they removed the whole Duxatois, So it was pretty simple. That's where you write the uh, you write on the when it comes to tefillin, you need to write on the cloth, which is the outer piece of the skin, not the lower piece that's touching the meat, but you don't write on the outer side, you write it on the um, inner side. Okay, let's start the machaber quickly on Sivches. You have to work out. You can't just take straight cloth from the animal and use it for tefillin. That, that prior to it being ready to be the bottom to be shaved off or separated to be worked out, the first step is it gets soaked in water. The second step is it gets soaked in some sort of acidic thing, which is usually usually lime. Or the meyafatsim, the same thing that we said gets used in the making of the day, the of the dyoi, the gallnut. So the first thing you have to do, you have to work out the cloth, let it soak in the sid for an extended period of time. But tsarif is another alakashima ubid lishma and has to be put into the sid, into this acidic bath, lishma for the shem tvilin. It's preferable to say it with your mouth, but tilas um in the beginning of working it out, that you're doing this l'shem tefillin, or you're doing l'shem puzzle. If I said that I'm doing this l'shem mezuzah, so let me take a step back and explain this last halacha, and then we'll see it tomorrow, um, actually Monday, inside in the Mishavur. The Kedusha Seyfetayra is the top. Kedusha's tefillin comes next. Kedusha's mezuzah comes next. And Kedushas Ritzias comes afterwards. Okay, Sefer Torah, Tefillin, Mezuzah, Ritzuas. That's the order of Kedusha. If I say I'm using this, I'm being Ma'abi this for, I'm working this out, Lashem Sefer Torah, I'm allowed to use it for Sefer Torah, I'm allowed to use it for Tefillin, I'm allowed to use it for Mezuzah. We'll see in the Mishaburah why, if I'm going from, a, if I said I'm working it out for a higher Kedusha, can I use it for a lower Kedusha? But you're allowed to do that. So if I said I'm doing it for Sefer Torah, I can use it for Tefillin and Mezuzah. I cannot use it for um, Ritzuas. If I said that I, um, I'm sorry, I, I, I stand corrected on that. If I said I'm doing it L'Shem Sefer Torah, yes, no, I was right. If I said I'm doing L'Shem Sefer Torah, then I can use it for Sefer Torah. I can use it for Tefillin. I can use it for Mezuzah. If I said I'm using it for Tefillin, then I cannot use it for Sefer Torah. I can use it for Tefillin or I can use it for Mezuzahs. Um, if I said I'm using it for mezuzahs, I cannot use it for sefer Torah, I cannot use it for tulin. You can't go up, you can only go down. If I said I'm using it for ritzuas, I can only use it for ritzuas, I cannot use it for sefer Torah, tulin, or mezuzahs, right? Because it was not ma'abed for the greater kedusha. There is an option of making a tanai, and that's what we'll see in the mishabur. That when I say I'm using it for sefer Torah, I should also make a tanai, but we'll see in the mishabur exactly how that Tanai should be made. We'll stop over here. We'll do the Mishabur on this um, on Monday.